Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 326. What? <laughs> this particular topic is brought to us by, brought to you, rather, uh, by Hi, desktop guys. server maker of ServerPress. And us. And us. Uh, make sure you go to their website over at serverpress.com, where you can learn about all the cool stuff that they have going on there. They do a thing called WP Site Sync. It just, they just came out with some really cool stuff with it. So feel free to go take a look at that over at serverpress.com. So to, today's topic, we're going to be discussing uh, pre premium plugins go bad. But before we Wait, do that, let's go around the room real quick. Premium plugins go bad. And get everyone introduced. <laughs> Manny, start us off. Tell us about uh, I'm Manny. Yeah. Uh, I'm a co-organizer of WordCamp Las Vegas. That is going to happen in September, first week of September. We are looking for sponsors, so... Yeah, I co-organize also the uh, the WooCommerce Meetup here in Las Vegas. Um, awesome. Good to have you on, Manny. So how about you say, tell us about yourself. Who am I anyway? Um, hi, my name is Say Reed. I make WordPress teach WordPress, preach WordPress on Say Reed Media, at Say Reed Media, on all the things. Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Don't you think? <laughs> A little too ironic. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I really do uh, think. Possibly, mm -hmm. <laughs> tell us about yourself. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Cosper, aka Kurt Autoloader, here with uh, WP Water Cooler News. You hear it first. <laughs> nice. You hear yeah, it first, and Cosper. then you tell us. That's Val, <laughs> how about you? Tell us about yourself. Hey, uh, my name is Val. I'm doing social media strategy for Scuri, uh, the security company. Uh, and I'm getting ready now for WordCamp Europe as a lead photographer. So we're going to have a lot of photographers roaming those, you know, hallways and rooms, making sure the sessions get photographed and videographed properly. Awesome. Where are you based at all? I live in Transylvania because if I say Romania, most people will not know what it is. But if I say Transylvania and I say no bite marks, then people will know. <laughs> And after this, I gotta go and you know put my dragon sleep in a coffin. <laughs> you know, if you're the one with no bite marks in Transylvania, you know what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, how about you? Hashtag stereotypes. I am. Uh, I'm Steve Zinkin. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive. I run the OC WordPress Meetup, which is like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife. <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I do this show as well as another show, WP Blab. Feel free to go take a look at that. We do social media marketing, marketing, all that fun stuff about WordPress. So feel free to go uh, take a look at that at wpwaterclaw.com slash wpblab. All right. So when and how? Bring it. Bring it. And why? Bring it. And why? And what? How many? My premium plugins go bad. Hashtag all of them. Is it is it is this just limited to premium plugins or was that for some SEO juice? Because this is this this is really all plugins. I want to point something out here. So when we started, what this is why I wanted to talk about this so badly. When we started Water Cooler, y'all, well, not you who weren't on here, but you two specifically, uh, Steve and Jason, gave me so much crap about how I hard coded everything and how I basically rolled all my own like solutions to stuff. Basically, I was like building plugins within things and whatnot. And then, right? So then the trend has been like, okay, don't do that anymore. Get all these plugins and then load yourself I'm, up. And then now I'm, it's like, 
What? I, none of my advice was never load yourself so, up. No, 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 no. That was, that, that was not my advice. Okay. Load yourself up is not the right thing. But you, you use premium plugins, blah 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 blah. No. And now the pendulum is swinging back the other direction, and all I have to say is validation. No, you're just. You know, life has a funny way of sneaking up on you. You live, you learn. That's all. <laughs> Sadis wants everybody to go back to Formail and they want to use that formail.pl file so that you can put it in your CGI bin and you can have that Perl script run that will send that up. That was only one site. I do not <laughs> agree. I do not agree with your assessment that I, that I gave the advice, just load up a whole bunch of premium Don't make plugins. me review tapes. I did not do that. Don't <laughs> no, no make me go back to the tapes. Let's go back to episode 56 where Steve said, use gravity forms. <laughs> no, that's the episode where you introduced the floppy disk. <laughs> it's not that old. Anyway, point is, um, that was always the problem, right? It's this dependency. Back in the day, those plugins were way less. They, they weren't, there weren't nearly as many of them. The solutions weren't there and they were less reliable because they weren't these huge commercial enterprises built around plugins. I, but now I, we're going I would actually, direction. yeah, I would actually argue that plugins are less reliable now. I would, I would agree with you. Yeah. You go on. <laughs> and do you think that's because of the fact that there's so many libraries that are being used that you're just essentially going like, Oh, I need this one little function out of a library. I'll throw that in all that library into my code. I, I think it has to do with I, I think it has to do with uh, how saturated the plugin repo is, right? So there's so many plugins, right? And and there's a big there's a big number on top of the repo that shows how many how many plugins are are in the repo, right? And, and in addition to that, there's all the premium plugins. I argue that that's not a good thing, right? It's not. Also, and, a lot of those are just totally dead. Right, but more yeah, more plugins does not equal uh, better quality stuff. Fifty five thousand one hundred and forty four. Form plugins. <laughs> <laughs> right. What? Yeah. So here's how many of them have the word ninja in it. Here's how this topic came about. I'm working with a client that is using a plugin called Infused Woo. Is anybody familiar with this plugin? No, but I'm assuming it talks to WooCommerce. So is this it, for it, selling it, essential oils? Is that what this it is? is? It's uh, <laughs> It's not. It's it's for connecting WooCommerce to Infusionsoft, right? That's what it does. Well, there's right? your so, problem right there. No, just kidding. Right. And so um, two very complex systems, right? Um, and this is supposed to manage the API between WooCommerce and Infusionsoft. And, and it's like you have one job. That's right. <laughs> yeah. they, they had one job. Well, here's, here's what happened. Here's what we discovered this week. All the sites on our uh, – we have several sites that we're running um, – uh, for this client, um, uh, and they were all running slow. Um, and we just kept digging and digging and digging until we finally found that uh, Infusionsoft was the culprit. Um, we found it in our Sentry uh, report. So we use Sentry.io for, uh, for PHP uh, debugging. We found it in our Sentry report. See last week's episode for more on that. Yeah, and what, what I found uh, digging into this plugin is um, Infusionsoft because they're a premium plugin um, and because they don't do the same version tracking as plugins that are in, I'm sorry, infused woo um, doesn't do the same version tracking as plugins that are, that are in the WordPress repo. They wrote their own version tracker, right? And so they, they, they embedded their own little version tracker to let you know as a notification in the, in the uh, dashboard that the plugins out of date, right? Well, 
they wrote it wrong. Um, and so what they did is they wrote, they, they wrote it so that it, it goes and checks a, a, a very simple script on their server that, that shows the current version. That's all this function is supposed to do. One job. Except what, right. Except what they did is they wrote it so that it, it, it does that on every single page load. Front end and back end of the website. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> That's intense. Oops. And so think about the scale of that, right? All the people that have this plugin installed, right? All the sites that are loading this plugin, right, are hitting, are hitting this server. Well, they crashed their own server, right? So they crashed, they crashed their own internal system for checking versions because they were calling their server too often, right? And so it was causing a timeout, right? And so, and so that, timeout, that timeout was about five seconds, and it was, it was causing page load of an extra five seconds per page unnecessarily throughout our entire site. So, wow. so they were their, they were their own bully and basically just going, stop DDoSing yourself. Stop DDoSing yes. yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so, and so they released a patch, right? I found it. I actually just, I forked the plugin, killed the script because my, my, my client still needs this plugin. So I just, I just killed that part of the script. So I took out the version tracker. Well, they released, they, they, Clearly, they found the issue. Did you tell them about it? I did. Yeah, so I've been very active on their Zendesk. Yeah, and so I told them about it. And so they released a patch. And what they did in this patch is made it so it only checks every half hour instead of every page load, right? Right? Which, again, I don't understand why they need to check more than once a day, once a week, once Can't a month, maybe. When you load the I, plugins page to go, if you're looking, like any what? anything, Otherwise, anything along those lines. Here's the problem: is they're still calling the same URL, right, for the version tracker, right? So oh, no. all those people who haven't updated their plugin to the latest version are still hitting that server. So they're still calling that same server. So even though they've they've changed it to every half hour, there's still a timeout every half hour, right? So there's wow. still that that site slowness every every half hour. What do you call a fix that's not a fix? Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> you call like, it ironic. I, I think. I really do think. Yeah. Wow, that's um, crazy. That so is a jagged little pill, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. If they have thousands of installations and everybody's hitting the same server, that is essentially a DDoS. Mm-hmm. That's the, the same effect. <laughs> it's a self-inflicted one. That's yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's not funny because this is your client and this is a lot of other clients. And the people who use Infusionsoft are generally larger scale uh, enterprises in general. Like it's not really like, you know, a small scale, mm-hmm. a small scale uh, program. So solution. So that, that means that there's a lot of struggling web devs mm-hmm. <laughs> digging endlessly oh. trying to figure out what the hell the problem is. I have personally never come across somebody starting up and says, oh yeah, we're looking at Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft is the solution you pick when you have a, a large number of users. Uh-huh. And yeah. That's what I'm saying, exactly. So this yeah. is like some, some large scale stuff and they are going to have their, you know, like, I, I'm just surprised that you're like, how long was that going on for? Like, Weeks. Since, they, since they introduced the plugin or was it like a new- I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone there yet, right? I just, at this point, I mean, it's just happened. So I just had to fix the, the slowness first. I mean, it, and it, was, it was noticeably slow throughout the entire network. Like it was, it was deathly slow. Well, 
So, I mean, this is part of the problem, right? This dependence upon, I mean, just to broaden it up a little beyond this specific issue of one plugin in this specific configuration, this is the issue, right? You create this dependence on these plugins. We talked about this a couple episodes ago where you are now not just dependent on WordPress and your host and, you know, the theme and whatever else you've got going on. Now you've got basically like this, I, you know, I guess you call a stack, right? Of all these plugins all from all these different, different the developers of different skill sets and different, you know, approaches and different uh, approaches towards updating that are now all these, you know, different things coming into your site. That's, well, and, and, and so, and so if, if I'm a, a site that's relying on this plugin, cause it's important, right? This is, this is basically tracking orders from WooCommerce into your CRM, right? That's what this plugin is doing, right? So that's an important function. The alternatives are replace it with Zapier, right? <laughs> Which, which is not great, or get your developer to just recreate the functionality and, 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 and hook into the uh, uh, Infusionsoft APIs. Also not great. Um, well, there, I mean, there aren't great solutions. And, and the, the migration off of this, this plugin is not, it's not cheap or quick or easy. Well, I mean, the Zapier or Zapier or whatever the hell you want to call it is still a dependence on them working. There's been plenty of instances where their zaps stopped working and you, know, you didn't even get notified that they stopped working. Um, I don't know that that's happened in a while, but it has happened. And then if you have a roll your own approach, you know, and uh, the Woo changes something or Infusionsoft changes something, then you have to go back and rebuild everything. Yeah. So, and so I mean, it's all, turns out we're going to be employed forever. That's really well, what. And, and so that, I mean, that's, that's the issue here. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about a, a you know a big uh, there, there, there's there's it's a big system right with a lot of developers in it and and in this particular case most likely we're talking about a developer that is really not thinking about the big picture that we just described on this on this call on the, yeah. on, the on this on this podcast and right yet, so so right there so. right but but you know a, a developer is is just thinking about okay how do i get version how do i get versions working right outside of the wordpress repo so they put in what they thought was a little solution and now it's a big problem right and it's not something you just you just flip a switch and fix right this is going to be there until everybody's updated their infused woo plugin right this is this is a big URLs. deal but also like that that also presents itself into not only a communication with the users problem, because now it's like you have to communicate to all the users that they need to update without alarming them. It also becomes a PR issue and a marketing issue because now you're like, whoops, we made a mistake. Or you and just say- be a security issue as well. Exactly. And a security yeah. issue, it's all, it becomes, it touches well, everything. You've got a scalability issue, right? You've got all kinds of issues. Yeah. Now, that URL that URL could get hacked that that they're testing, and it could go back and inject into yeah. that site if, so, if you know somebody is clever enough to make that happen. That's why whenever I'm developing a new plugin or something or a new a functionality, and the beauty of open source is this: we have the access of source code. I like to take a look at uh, how Pippin is doing this kind of stuff. So yeah. how Pippin does do version control on his software or these things? You know, we but, go there and read the code, right? His code. Right. But Manny, you, you know, you and, and, you know, we do the same stuff. We do reviews for all our plugins for our clients before we install them. But we're, we're not the norm in the WordPress ecosystem, right? The norm is somebody just sees a, a piece of functionality they want and they install a plugin. It That's looks the norm. Nice. Let's install it. 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. For better lovers, I, I highly recommend this session. Uh, I think it was WordCamp San Diego 2016, where uh, Pippin did an AMA uh, for devs. That was one of the best WordCamp videos ever, you know, uh, where he got bombarded by questions by developers how to do things the right way, you know. So this is a really good one. If you yeah, want. I'll add that to the show notes. Yeah. And in no way am I am I suggesting that Infused Woo did anything malicious, right? This wasn't a, a developer being malicious in any way. And no. Infused Woo wasn't being evil, right? It's just a mistake. Yeah. Well, this is also part of the, the myopic, myopic, myopic viewpoint. Myopia? Myopia. It's easy for you to say. Totally not. Uh, the uh, really narrow focus, there we go, of uh, developers when they're working on their problem. Because it's like what you just said, you know, that developer is sitting behind their desk and they're given a problem and they just have to solve that little piece of the problem. And, you know, not thinking about how that interacts with the sites or any of that. They're not, they're not paid to do that. They're not paid to think you know, what, they're paid to solve that one problem. And I think that it's that kind of isolated approach, but that's happening everywhere, like in developer offices across the board. You need the board. And, architect you know, before the developers start working on code. You need the architect to go in there and say, look, we have these vetted plugins or themes or whatever. And, we and, have this way of coding and boom. And, and Val, that's a great point. But we're, we're talking about, when we're talking about 55,000 plugins in the repo, most of these plugins, even the premium ones, um, are two guys in a, in a bedroom or a garage somewhere, right? They don't have the budget for a solution. That's a different architect. kind of plugin. I don't think they put those. They have time to email out to companies like ours, for example. We get everyday emails from plugin developers saying, can you please review my code for security, for, you know, potential risks. So if you put a plugin out there, you should be responsible for the people getting hacked or not because of your code. It's not okay to just say, oh, this site is hacked. Oh, I'm not going to go to the site anymore. That- I mean, what does responsible mean in that case? Like responsible, like financially liable, like responsible well, I to fix it? Like- I mean, you're using a free plugin, but still you're responsible for the- This integrity. is not a free plugin. Yeah, you're not always this using This is not a free, a free plugin. plugin. No. Well then, yes, you should be financially. I mean, up depends. to what? Uh, up to what cost? Right? Don't say so those what, things in America, man. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Say, 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 has got suing some people. Say, has got an interesting point. I mean, this this is a plugin that does affect the bottom line, right? This does affect it affects reporting. It affects how they communicate out with their customers, right? It, it affects, affects a lot what of marketing things. job marketing can do. If they someone was missed off of the out of the workflow because something didn't connect, like now those that customer base is like upset. So they have to, you know, marketing has to figure out why these people have not gotten this information and it's a so, disaster. So let me switch gears a second because I ran into two very similar issues uh, on the same project this week, right? And the other issue is with WooCommerce Admin. Has anybody played with WooCommerce Admin? You're earning your, your keep this week, huh? I am. I definitely am. So WooCommerce Admin is in beta, right? And so I, I don't expect the plugin to, to work, right? And so um, it says very clearly on the WooCommerce Admin page, do not install this on a production site, right? However, WooCommerce turned on something this week or this in the past couple of weeks that shows you a notification in your dashboard that says, have you tried WooCommerce Admin, right? 
And not only does it say you tried it, it gives you a, a way to install it and activate it right in the top <gasps> of the dashboard. I'm actually not <gasps> making that one. That yeah. one's real. That's like, and so, oh no. While it's not, while it's not production mm. site ready, it is asking people to install it. And if you go to the plugin that's page. So, for that's so Gutenberg. Admin, oh yeah. If you go to the, go, the if you go to the, the plugin page for WooCommerce admin, there are over a hundred thousand active installs of this plugin. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> okay. not production ready. And it says it's, it's not. And so the plugin page says, do not run this on a production site, but it shows up on your production site and asks you to install it. Okay. So I, I consider that. I don't, that's, that's, that's malevolent. I, I consider that, I consider that, uh, um, but this should be reported. Delicious. Malevolent? Well, so here's the problem. So I actually discovered a critical issue inside of WooCommerce admin, right? And so it seems like an edge case, but it's not. And so what I was doing is I, I installed it. I looked, I was looking at the WooCommerce legacy reports versus WooCommerce admin, which is a new reporting tool. And the numbers were not matching. And I actually tracked it down. And so what's happening is when you have, yeah, when you have um, an order that has more than one coupon applied to it, it actually is counting that order twice. Actually, it counts that order with as many coupons as you have attached to that order, right? So if you have, right, and so let's say you have a one order that's uh, that's in the system for a hundred bucks. And you have another order that was is in the system for a hundred bucks, but it's got two coupons applied to it, and it's really fifty bucks, right? It's not going to show one hundred and fifty bucks total in your gross sales. But it's going to show two hundred. It's going to show two hundred, <gasps> right? Because it counts that oh fifty dollars twice, and it's doing it because of the way that they 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 just messed up their joins in a SQL query. I I, I literally tracked it down to the line. Oh they messed my up their join. god. And so did, did you manage to tell them to, I did. Them? Absolutely. I opened up a ticket on this. I, it seems like an edge case. It's not, this happens more often than not. And with the sites that I'm working on, we were able to, to see this on every single, on, on every single site. So how did they the numbers, that? how did they, so the how numbers, did they retroactively fix the, that even? The numbers are too big, right? So, so again, oh, so I opened many up, people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> I opened up, I opened up a ticket. That was three days ago. There's been no. So you mean this is not my seals? I feel like I feel like on this one, I was just talking into a vacuum. That's when you hit the Twitter. But like at that point, it's like who uh, whose responsibility is it to raise the alarm about this stuff? You know what I mean? Like you're doing something that is fixing the program for a million dollar company. But. Like as if Steve were to write this code himself. I mean, you still have to kind of look at this um, from that perspective. That that you're the one that implemented this code, right, Steve? So that should have been tested. Uh, I did uh, not implement this code on a production. Oh site. no, but some. But I know, but like the the person who would have implemented that code on the site shouldn't they have tested that to make sure that the coupon system actually worked? Like, that's again, a really obscure in, thing in, to test. In, like in, like in, for reals. In, like, in, do adding two coupons double my sales? Like, who is even going to think to make that test? And again, I, you know, I, I, I nobody. Nobody. That's nobody. Your AF. People assume kind of, they buy but it's there. Plug- Sorry, go oh, ahead, yeah. I just want to say that I think people assume, you know, psychologically, when you pay money and you buy a premium plugin, automatically you you're going to have less expectations of errors, you know, security issues. 
just because, hey, I'm paying money. I'm, I'm sort of a protected in a way. Right. But then this is like a professional product. What, this yeah. is what I'm always telling my clients is that the, you know, everyone thinks the internet is so stable and like, you know, it's like, oh, this just works and everything. And I'm like, yeah, one freaking semicolon and the whole thing just blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it, go ahead, Casper. Weirdly, as, as somebody who has some free plugins available in the repo, uh, they actually expect the exact same thing mm. on free plugins. Uh, they expect things That's to true. not, yeah, to, to, to and, work flawlessly, to, to be, perfect and the second they find a bug for it to be fixed no matter how thin the person who is writing the code is stretched basically yeah and i think demand would probably be the better word and indignant that it's not being fixed at that moment and of course they don't know what's wrong they're not coming like steve with like a here's a problem i found in your join code you know but it's not even that it's like you know fix this problem and they can't even give you screenshots or tell you what the problem is yeah, my site don't work. Fixed it. It's broken. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I always tell at our meetups for people to support the people that do the free plugins to them. Donate something, pay them, them coffee or something. And even though sometimes this plugin only does 90% of, of, of what I want. Oh, give this guy 100 bucks and he may be able to do whatever, 100% what, what, what you want, you know? Yeah. They don't understand the way that the fact that, you know, Cosper's over here, he's, you know, that's not even his job to make, you know, a plugin or whatever. And he's the guy managing and, and creating this plugin. Like that awareness is like, just not there. It's no, just I, not I just, present. I just want to clarify that, you know, WooCommerce admin and WooCommerce are free, right? Those are free plugins, but those are, those are, are, are supporting a, a huge ecosystem and lots of people's businesses. I mean, people are running their businesses on WooCommerce I mean, and WooCommerce this is the next specifically. Yes. This, plugin. <laughs> this is the next generation of, of the reporting tool for WooCommerce. It's, I mean, by, by the way, Jason, uh, it, Steve, uh, congratulations on the, on the issue. No, but was so discre- I just read it. It's like, man, you gave like every single detail. Oh yeah. To how to do it. That's awesome. And because not everybody does that. Uh, no, say, I, just I, say, Fix it. I, no. I told them go to this line and fix this thing. <laughs> and they've ignored you for three days. Mm-hmm. Oh. There are some responses. Well, to, to, to be fair, to the be responses fair, are me. To, to be fair, they were <laughs> fixing a problem where in the WooCommerce admin plugin, uh, if you stayed on one of the reporting pages over uh, the matter of a few hours, it would send. Uh, requests back to the API over and over and over again. I think someone reported that there were over 14,000 requests back to the API after just leaving a tab open for two or three hours. Yeah. Awesome. Now, again, I'm look, I'm not expecting somebody to jump, to jump immediately on the thing that I, that I reported. Right. But my point in bringing this up is that my worry is that it's, it's installed on over a hundred thousand sites already. Right, and it's not production ready. And they're promoting it. Yes, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, that's kind of what it is. It's not like it's not like some of the it, plugins that are in there where it's just and, like it's not promoted and it's for devs only. And and the notification it. doesn't say, "Have you tried this plugin? Do not do this on a production site." It just, "Have you tried this?" That's so good. And, it really is very Gutenberg. E Gutenberg E, I think is the word you're looking for. Yeah, but, I mean it, um, it, it's it's like a it's like a black fly in your Chardonnay. Seriously. 
It's, it's like a death row pardon. But <laughs> it's too late. It really is. It's so ironic. Guys, you guys crack me up. I don't mean to pick you apart, you see, but I, I can't help it. <laughs> we had we had some other stuff to talk about regarding woocommerce stuff and i and i think you know i i myself yeah i myself don't do any woocommerce work but i'm i'm very much so interested in how you guys are navigating these waters Um, to to talk about it woocommerce is important because woocommerce is the main uh thing holding up wordpress in comparison to shopify and yeah. uh, that is a ever crumbling bridge that is um, like WooCommerce has to be strong. It has to be like flawless. And that is because it is literally that, you know, one-to-one solution. And that's what, that's why people are making the switch because of, you know, weird stuff like this. And, you know, that's not to say that Shopify doesn't have those issues, but they're just, they're, they're, they're marketed differently, right? Because it's all in one and it's, you know, a, a thing, you don't have to do it yourself. Um, right. But I mean, I'm sure they, they have problems, you know, but this, yeah. this WooCommerce is important because of that specifically, more yeah. important than some of the other premium plugins. And, and the, the equivalent of what we're talking about in, in the WooCommerce ecosystem is the, is the WooCommerce add-on store. And maybe that's a topic for a different, uh, a different part. <laughs> so how I do, how I do statistics on, on, on WooCommerce, I export all the data to another table and I remap it in a different way. And then I do my own queries on that because and, the setup is the way that, uh, and now it's changed a little bit. And I know we are out of time, but uh, yeah. that's what I do. And then it works flawless because I have the data the way that I want queries. You know, I want to run my queries. Let's get so, Woo right. next week. Let's go woo. Let's do it. That'll be awesome. We have our topic. about some WooCommerce. So thank you very much, folks, for coming on and hanging out with us on the show. We really appreciate it. Go over to our website at dpwarco.com slash subscribe, where you can learn how to subscribe to this stuff. Talk to you all later. You have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.